This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number 88, Excitable Greetings. This podcast is designed to help you on your journey of becoming best friends through love and learning as you train your own dog from home. And I'm here to help you every step of the way. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today. How is your week? I want you to take a minute and I want you to think of five successes that you had with your dog over the last seven days. Five might seem like a little bit much, but that is less than one per day over the past week. Maybe they did things like sat on cue. Maybe they held a stay when you added a few steps of distance. Perhaps you're working on leave it and you progressed to step two or three in the process, or maybe even you are starting to generalize it to real life scenarios like those socks and cats and things like that. Regardless, I think it's super important to notice the good and help your mind be motivated to keep working. Also, make sure that you're praising your dog often and telling them how awesome they are. We want them to stay excited about learning too. It's easy to get caught up in what we're working on day to day and lose sight of the progress we we're making. I was teaching intermediate course yesterday and I brought that up because in intermediate course, we're focused on strengthening and lengthening and proofing behaviors. And I wanted them to recognize, Hey, remember, you know, eight weeks ago when you were starting basic training and your puppy couldn't hold a one second stay, they couldn't hold still for even one second. So just a simple reminder to notice the good and look back so that you can see the progress that you're making. Puppy training is a journey. So do you want to know what we've been working on? One thing that Baxter improved on this week are his greeting manners. He gets excited when someone enters our home or yard. This started in adolescence. He started to alert us when somebody is present that maybe appeared out of nowhere. So immediately he wants to alert bark and I'm okay with a bark to let me know that someone is here, but I want to make sure that he will stop when asked and that he's more calm in these situations in general. No need to get worked up when somebody arrives, buddy. So we had a win this week when my son came home from school for some reason, maybe because Brayden is so fun and is gone at school all day. But when he walks in after school, Baxter reacts with a loud bark and then he gets so excited to see him. So we practice that part of our day. I set him up for success by having Baxter on a leash at the time that I know Brayden usually arrives home from school. I had a few food rewards ready to go in my pocket, and when I saw Brayden's car drive past our front window, I started getting Baxter's attention on a game, like tug or a mini training session with fun tricks. And the second the door opened, I immediately put a food reward near Baxter's nose and encouraged a sit and then a wait. Once Brayden was in the room, had set his things down and was ready to say hello, I gave Baxter his cue to go say hi. And I didn't stop there. I used a toy to then redirect Baxter's mouth away from licking Brayden and onto a playful item instead so Brayden could pet and say hi to Baxter without the licking that he really doesn't enjoy. This is a work in progress, but I'm counting the wins, and I hope you are too. Little by little, we ourselves improve as handlers and our dogs improve as well. On that note, today I want to talk about greetings. Because I'm working on this with Baxter, it got me thinking about different scenarios and common struggles that we face when out with our dogs in regards to seeing other people, dogs, or other things that get our dog's attention. I want to share a few things that you can do this week with your puppy to help in these situations. First, if you've listened to my podcast before, you'll know I'm about to say it is important to think in terms of what I want my dog to do instead of, I wish my dog wouldn't dot, dot, dot. 
It is much easier to teach a dog to do something than to not do something. I can then think of constructive steps to take and even adjust those steps to set my dog up for success. That's the other thing that you'll hear me say a lot. With greetings, I want you to take a minute and picture what an ideal greeting looks like to you. As you do so, please keep in mind that your dog and their personality are unique. I like to make a compromise that works for both of us. For example, if my dog is super active, asking them to hold a sit-stay may be very difficult for them. Can they do tricks instead in that moment that allow them to move around and get their wiggles out? Is there a happy middle ground between what I want and what they want? If my dog naturally jumps and mouths people, okay, I know this is most dogs because they are in fact dogs. Let's switch that to spinning in a circle and shaking a paw or giving a high five. If your dog loves belly rubs, maybe we teach them to roll on their back. My ideal is that my dog keeps their feet grounded or in the air in case of the belly rub and mouth off of the person they are greeting. So those are kind of my two criteria, right? Feet are on the ground or their bodies on the ground and their mouth is away from the person they're greeting. And then it might look a little differently depending on which dog I'm working with and their personality. So a sit, stay, down, stay, wait, maybe a roll, turn, or high five, fetch and drop all meet that criteria. I can even mix up what my dog does for different scenarios. This keeps it fun for the dog as well. The more things your dog knows how to do, the more options you have at getting desired behavior and paying your dog well for making good choices. Let's revisit the concept of my dog keeping their feet on the ground and mouth off of whomever they are greeting. Those are my criteria. Now let's find something that works with this that my dog also enjoys. Here is a simple exercise you can try this week with your dog when it comes to excitable greetings. That may be when they greet a guest or see your kids first thing in the morning. Use this game whenever you need it and watch how your puppy starts to make good choices all on their own. To start, make sure you have a training pouch with kibble or other food rewards inside that your dog likes. As your puppy comes running to you or your guest or your kids, put the food reward near their nose when they're about a foot or two in front of you and then toss it away from you. Roll it along the ground, making it super easy for your puppy to follow and chase. This is fun for your dog and does two things. One, it keeps their feet on the ground instead of jumping on you because you tossed this food reward before they jumped, right? Be sure you do that. And two, it keeps their mouth off of you, your guest, or your kids because your dog is sniffing along the ground and then eating their reward. Step one is complete. Next, as your puppy comes back to you after eating their food reward, remember just one piece of kibble will work great. Repeat that process. Roll another food reward away from you and let them chase after it. Do this three to five more times. We really want your puppy to understand they come to you, they go get their treat, right? They come to you, they get to chase a treat. Now that your puppy's starting to understand the game, we can then expect a little more from them. The next time your puppy returns to you, wait for a sit to say please or help them with the lure the first time or two so they understand what you're wanting them to do. Just make sure you lose the lure quickly. When they sit, say yes and repeat tossing the food away from you. When they come back the next time, wait for the sit, count to one, then say yes and toss the food away from you. You may need to go with this one second concept five to 10 times so your dog is patiently waiting in a sit for one second, then you say yes and toss the food. Finally, you can progress this to your dog comes to you, sits on their own. You add additional time with each repetition until your dog is willing to wait in a sit for 10, 20, 30 seconds for you to say yes and toss the food reward. Now that I've taught you this simple game, can you see the behavior we taught your puppy? 
That's right, they are now choosing to approach someone, sit to say please, and wait patiently for something good to happen. We have a very polite greeting. How cool is that? This works really well for that excitable puppy who has a hard time holding still when someone new is around. With all training, I suggest teaching your puppy this game in your home first with people they know, then progress to practicing it with people they don't know. If you need help with this, we're happy to help you inside our online puppy school. We absolutely love coaching our families one-on-one to help fine-tune their handling skills. All right, you guys, that's it for now. I hope you have a wonderful week. Go give this game a try and enjoy your dogs. Go do something fun together. Happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me. 